Cause this is Sports Life Talk. Hey, hey. With Sports Life Talk. Life Talk. Hot topics yeah. with Sports yeah. Life Talk. Come on. So come and get you some Sports Life Talk. Life. They let us in the game, now we calling the shots. Hey. Things will never be the same, so yeah. forget what you thought. Cause yeah. life without sports ain't nothing but hey. talk. Finally a show that makes your heart pound profound Wonder what's running up through your thoughts now About to drown our podcast That be watered down Tell them clowns it's a new era And it's starting now I've told the strangers The five power rangers Approaching sports life talk From five different angles Get ready for the change up We done turned the flame up The topics that we bring up We about to blow this thing Yeah, let's get it cracking KT the head coach And Miss Manhattan Gemini Jones hold the throne She be calling them out Mr. United Surgeon B. Jones The mouth of the south Athletes to the end of the week, we got what you need. We dropping what's hot in the streets from copping new sneaks to locals popping, doing big things. When gossip and tea, let Kimberly pull you a dream. Sports life talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening, let the show begin. Sports life talk, who is them? Went from not listening and now you're tuning in. If you're feeling what you're hearing, tell a friend, tell a friend. Thank you for listening, now let the show begin. another episode of sports life talk where life without sports is just talk today's episode is episode 54 and it is wednesday july 29th this episode is dedicated to the one and only dallas cowboy mr barbecue randy white whatever before we move on to that, I have to introduce my castmates as if y'all don't already know who they are, but somebody new might be joining us today. So we have Coach JP over there yep, yep. doing this thing back at school, teaching the kids, about to get ready. You ready? You ready? You ready? No, no. no I'm not. No. He's a little salty, y'all. So he's he's not going to be in the best of moods tonight because they made him go back to work. You know how we get, get, get home, get comfortable and don't know how to act when you got to go back to work. I've been out four months. Now y'all want me to go back to work? Come on, Exactly. Man. And then in the middle, up top, we have Mr. United Surge with a very lovely shirt on. I like What's that up? shirt. What's up? Thank you. Thank you. It's the Texas Rangers red and blue color. So okay. I like that. I like that. That's, that's that special edition? You know. Yeah. That's that Anna special. You got that Anna special on today. <laughs> and of course, over here, rocking a... Oh, a little high bun like me. We bunning it today. Yeah, we're bunning it today. <laughs> Headbands and buns. Y'all don't know nothing about that. We have KD, Miss Manhattan. How are you tonight? I am good. How is everybody doing tonight? Wonderful. Just keep drinking. <laughs> and over here next to me, we have Mr. Mouth of the South. Level up. <laughs> Yeet. Mr. Yeet. B. Jones, Superman. I mean, he has so many names. I just can't keep up. Every week is something new. And I am, of course, Gemini Jones, who is drinking. So. Well, we could tell because it took about a minute and a half, two minutes for you to get everybody's name out. So. <laughs> we sure, we spent sure. 20 minutes introducing everybody. So. It's just considered drinking on the job. It is. It is. Yes. But thank you for joining us this evening. Like I said, this week is dedicated to 
Mr. Randy White, former NFL Hall of Fame for the Cowboys. Miss Manhattan, are you doing the breakdown this evening? Yep, I am doing the breakdown. Well, take it away. All right. So Mr. White was America's team's first pick and the second player selected in the 1975 NFL draft. And in case y'all were wondering who America's team is, it is the Dallas Cowboys. I already knew that. You have to explain it. Don't try it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Randy White. No, it's the Dallas. Don't Cowboys. start that search. <laughs> All right. Randy White started on a special teams his first two seasons. In 1977, this year was considered his breakout year. White was named to All-Pro team, his first Pro Bowl, and named co-MVP of Super Bowl Twelve. right? Is that, is that Super Bowl Twelve XII? Making him one of the 10 defensive players to win that honor. The Manster played a total of 14 years. During that time, he played in three Super Bowls, six NFC Championship games, and accumulated 1,104 tackles. 701 of those were solo and 111 sacks. Randy White was elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1994. On the occasion of the 35th anniversary of the naming of the only co-MVPs in Super Bowl history, Super Bowl 47, which like Super Bowl 12, was played in New Orleans, dedicated to White. And he gained the name Manster. White was one of the Cowboys' strongest players. He once bench pressed 450 pounds 10 times, and not one you would want to anger. Him and linebacker Thomas Hollywood Henderson once visited the team's locker room and decided to talk some trash to White and things got a little physical. So I'm sure there's other things too, but that's the one story that I found that ties to the manster. But you got to say it with a little stank though. It got to be master. (laughs) The manster. Yeah, there it is. (laughs) Pam said it right. All right. I've said that name a time or two. uh, Oh, 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 now. This is a rated PG show. Yeah, hey boy. Kevin, huh? you see how you got the little thing scrolling at the bottom? Can you put a little a little message about her about her drinking and it might get a little disclaimer? Put that disclaimer a little disclaimer, there. yeah. Thank you, sir. Blame it on alcohol. We got to do parental advisory. What is it? Parental advisory. Yeah, yeah. It's the right. Explicit content. Have, have both of y'all been drinking? Yeah, I we. Well, the ladies are getting turned up for real. It's fine. It's Bun Wednesday, Kevin. They can do what they That's want to right. do. That's right. Yep. Get the bun. Watch the one that moves. You like the look at that. <laughs> now nah, you keep this right, gonna fall out. <laughs> I could have sworn, sworn there was better number fifty fours we could have picked as our cover athlete, but whatever. Uh, you know what, Serge? I agree. I agree. No, we I'm just saying fifty four episodes. How many Cowboys players have we gotten this, you know? Yeah, well, I, I just want to point man. out. I just want to point out that Randy has some amazing barbecue. barbecue and I don't know what happened the to, to the location here in Frisco, but I was highly upset when I rode by there one day and come to find out it was now Hutchins Barbecue because they're way too expensive. They're good too, but it's way too expensive. So, Randy yeah. White, bring us some more barbecue, all right? Yeah, like right. Serge, we should we should have chose Bobby Wagner, man. He could have picked Bobby Wagner, Brian Erlacher, Zach Thomas. He could have Brian Erlacher. Yep. Zach Thomas from Tech? Yep. Yeah. I went to school with him. You went to school with everybody. Oh, so, who you didn't go to school with? Was Moses there too? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fans. Here's your chance to dress like the crew and sport your very own SLT shirt. Courtesy of B. Jones. Sir, what is our trivia question this week? 
Well, as the lovely Miss Haddon set it up for me, Cowboys were successful in defeating the Denver Broncos 27-10 in Super Bowl twelve in my state, New Orleans, Louisiana. Our boy, cover athlete, episode 54, Randy White, actually finished that game and he made history. He was named a co-MVP. This just so happens to be, as she said, the only time in uh, Super Bowl history that they awarded the award to two players. So my question is, SLT Nation, first one to go to the website to get it correct will earn the T-shirt. Give me the name of the other MVP that played with Randy in Super Bowl twelve on Randy White's birthday. But they got to go to the website. You got to let them know. Got to go, go to, to the, the website. website. Go to the website. When you go to the oh, website. How about you put the shirt you want or your shirt size? Yeah, so that'd, that'd be a good idea. And also, shout out to Coach Procell. He got the question correct last week. It was sure Althea Gibson. She was the first African-American person to win in Wimbledon. Nobody knows about Althea. Definitely never heard of her. Gotcha. You never heard of Althea? No, I have now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Serge, I believe that you have some local life for us. I guess I do. Man, B. Jones, I don't know where you found this. Little monster, but we have Star Pipkin. She is a 11 year old phenom. She's gonna definitely be a phenom. She's a five foot three inch, 11 year old Dallas native. Is a young lady that plays Pot Warner football for the Mesquite Vikings. She wears number 44 because she's inspired by Ernie Davis. Go follow her mom at gorgeous underscore Joella, and you can see some of the hits this young lady be laying down. She is fearless and a beast. and with the video that you sent me, B. Jones, I was like looking at her. I was like, man, some of these dudes in the NFL could be watching this tape because hey, she'd be tackling. Hey, her name needs to be Star Hitkin and not Pippin. <laughs> hey, I like he that. Is, Star Hitkin. He is a uh, boy. They should give she her a chance to you know, eventually play like high school football, college football. And give her that chance to make it to the hey, NFL. She, she would have made she would have made Randy White proud, man. She'd be laying it down on what? Her. What man? She was yeah. I I couldn't even believe my eyes what I was seeing. I was like, these little kids, those boys don't want to come back to practice after that. The video was called uh, when, "When Hit Like a Girl Goes Wrong." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. man, she's. I mean, for being eleven years old, man, that's. Deep. It's not even about the fact that she because it's not like she's you know, big and bulky and strong or towering over these kids or anything like that. It's just the technique. That's what I, that's most impressive is the technique for an 11 year old, just be able to compute speed and reaction time. And man, like it's mind boggling. So definitely, I'm definitely glad that we're giving her a shout out on our show. For sure. I actually went to school with her mom. Oh, really? You know, you oh, really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> on school with. <laughs> yeah, so shout, out, so shout out to Joella and her daughter. For sure, absolutely. And then for our local business, we have our soon-to-be guests tomorrow. We have Dallas Competitive Gamers, who are run by a couple of gentlemen who I've known for, I would say, easily over a decade now here locally in Dallas. They organize and put on gaming tournaments. Both They were doing a lot more... I guess, on-site, you know, gaming tournaments before COVID hit, but they've kind of streamlined that to also doing online, anywhere from Call of Duty to Madden, NBA 2K. They got a lot of big things in the works, and I'm excited to not only know these guys, but that they're actually doing a good job in marketing and getting the word out there. And so locally, you know, there's a couple other companies who kind of do similar things that they do, but for me personally, knowing these guys and 
I'm looking forward to also being able to have them come on and do a podcast with them tomorrow as well. So definitely be on the lookout for that because you get some good info on what these guys are about. So if you're a gamer, you're going to want to tune into this episode coming up. Awesome. So kickoff question for the crew. This is just for funsies today. What's on your entanglement playlist? All right. So let me start with mine. Let me see if I can remember them. Number one, he's mine, Mokin Steph. Okay. He's mine. May have had him once or twice or three, four times, but I got him all, I'm the, all time. the time. Yep, we got all you. the time. My number two <laughs> song is Rough Ends. No more. Oh, no yeah. more stop and freeze. No, no more, more late night mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And then my number three song is Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be. Well, Just left my baby right. girl a message that I won't be coming home. I'd rather be alone. I'd rather be alone, but he's lying. Let me me go next. Let me go next because I just got a feeling this hater right here is going to probably steal my songs. Yeah. So I got to go to the Illinois Correctional Facility and take one of the classics from my guy, Roberto Kelly, in Down Low. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Gotta keep it on the... All right. The Uh, remix or the original? It's got to be the remix. It's got to be the yeah. remix. Yeah. 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 We, debated. we debated on this one for about a good 10 minutes. It's got to be the remix. So then we uh, TLC Creep. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Creep. All right. And then finally, one of the most underrated girl groups of all time, You're My Little Secret by Escape. Escape. Oh, look at you. Okay, nah. all right. Okay, Google. You was Googling. Nah, nah, that was pure Miss Jones on that one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, she should have been on here saying it, not you. Oh, so that's her entanglement playlist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess I'll go next. Okay, so since we're talking about entanglement, so we're talking about cheating. So the first one I got is Post Malone featuring Jeremiah. I don't know if y'all heard this one. It's a four-letter word, and it's not love. So if you just try and get your entanglement on, I think you know where I'm going with it, right? You and Pam on one tonight. Okay. All right, <laughs> right. All right. So my second one, how can you have entanglement without a, something from the Confessions album? Ooh, so okay. Usher, he has a song called Seduction. And in that song, the woman knows that he's with someone, but she's still throwing it out there. And that's the one and where my, he's talking to himself at the end, right? Like, yeah. should I go Okay. Yeah. 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 Yes. And my third is from Guy, because I never knew this was a song about cheating until last year. A piece uh-huh. of my love. Yes. Hey, baby, you can't have all of me because I'm not totally free. <laughs> I can't tell you everything that's going on, but that, that's my three. I have some more, but that, that's the three I'm going with. All right. Good selections, right. Kevin. Who Sir? wants to go next? Okay. <laughs> I also didn't, obviously, I don't listen to a lot of uh, current, I guess, music, you could say, but I didn't realize that her and there's a lot of newer artists who also i guess seem to have a lot of entanglement songs uh that i went back and listened to but it didn't hit me like still like the songs that i guess i would say i grew up listening to and i'll always know as songs and it was like narrowing it down to three was not easy actually it was a damn three hey (laughs) okay so my entanglement song first one was uh nelly and kelly Rowland, dilemma okay was okay. uh, one of my first ones. I also went with Music Soul Child, Half Crazy, was another song that I went with. And then my third, it was uh, Earned It by The Weeknd from the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. And I could have gone with, what, Make Me Better by Fabulous and Neo. You know, I guess I get the fourth shout out for 
throw some contagious by Isley Brothers. Oh, that's a good one too. So those are, those are my three that I picked. All right, KD, I saw you over there Googling real quick. What's your, uh... <laughs> no, I wasn't Googling. I was writing y'all songs down so that way I can create a playlist and everybody can go to my Instagram and Ooh. find playlist in the link in my bio y'all hey. link in the bio <laughs> all right so my entanglement song so i put my songs and i have my favorite lyrics of the songs it's mac and the no limit all stars it's called i can tell so my favorite oh lyrics. i can tell you wanna oh i got you. so hmm. my favorite part of that song is i'll go places he won't go let's keep it on the low low Mm. The next song. You got a little too happy with that song, okay, KD. Yeah. <laughs> My damn. Oh, Personally, experience right there. <laughs> yeah, and then it's so funny that who y'all mentioned, you know, Joella, who I went to school with, we actually grew up together. And yo, we used to listen to that song. Too young to be listening to that song and singing the hell out of it. So it's just funny how that worked out. My next song is, I think it's a Devoy Dame, Ty Dolla Sign, Adrian Marcel, and of course my favorite, Eric Bellinger. The song is called Do Ya. And my favorite lyric in that song is, you know, I can't be your man, but we, we can do it again if you act right. So, yes. Yeah, so it's a couple of other lyrics in that song. Y'all see, KD? We can do it again <laughs> yeah. if you act right. <laughs> I love Eric Bellinger. All right. And then for the last song is Beyonce's Sorry, just because, you know, I ain't sorry. And me and my I ain't thinking about you. Okay. And me and my little baby, we going to be all right. So, yeah. Those are hey. my Okay, so real quick for the old school ones, you know, Atlanta Star had Secret Lovers, yeah, had Running Out of Lies, and uh, Shirley Murdoch had As We Lay. As We Lay. As We Lay, yeah. So I got more Pleasure P, Boyfriend Number Two. Yeah, boy. You know what I'm saying? Kevin, we wanted a, a playlist, not a soundtrack. To, to, a soundtrack, a playlist. We about to put all these songs on a playlist, and we want hey, all these. Avant had some good songs too. That I Who? Avant. Yes, but yeah. y'all don't listen to these songs and get entangled. Just listen to the songs yeah, and enjoy. We're not yeah, trying enjoy to have the lyrics. Week. Yeah, we are, not, we are not responsible for any entanglements that occur. Absolutely. Like I said, my wife picked my list. Playlist. <laughs> exactly. All right, y'all. So let's get into some topics. Some headlines. Let's go. Sports. Headline number one. This week, Los Angeles Clippers three-time sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, made headlines as he was caught at a famous Atlanta strip club. Let me guess, KOD. With a young upcoming hip-hop artist, Jack Harlow, while on bereavement for his father. Now, everybody bereaves differently. So if he wanted to bereave with the strippers, who am I to judge? However, yeah, but he, he, said, he, he wasn't grieving. Yeah, he wasn't grieving. He was trying to get those wings from Magic City. Oh, That's what that he was one saying. One? Yeah, it was Magic oh, he City. Just went there for the wings. Yeah, yeah. Did they bring him out to his car because you know now they have contactless. So did they bring the wings out to? Did he order them? Did he who call go, up? Uh, who, goes, who goes to a strip club to get some contactless wings? Come on, hey man. Magic you know, City. I, can I can I get those wings? Can you bring them out to my car because I can't come in? Is that how the story went? Nope. Unfortunately, oh, sure no. Okay. Would have so been okay if said, he left the bubble clearly. Should he be allowed back in the bubble? Yeah, he should be allowed. There's nothing back in, in this class, y'all. The only thing that's gonna be messed up is you know it's hard to get glitter off. So uh, that's the only problem I got with it. But he he left the bubble to go to a funeral, so we know that's cool. And okay. on his way back, he stopped to, at Majesty to get wings. To get some wings. I mean, he 
He could have got wins from anywhere in Magic City. I don't have a problem with him going there. You do you. But it's just a bad look, especially when you should be in the bubble. And look at uh, what's his name, Caruso. He missed his sister's wedding to stay in the bubble. Who snitched? Shoot, it's probably uh, LeBron. Uh, Y'all even talking about snitching on there. Carlos posted the picture, so that's a snitch. Yeah, then he changed the picture. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. B. Jones, you think he should be allowed back in the bubble? Yeah, he should be allowed back in the bubble, but I got to find out what's going on with these Magic City wings, man. I want that Malibu uh, Hawaiian flavor. You know what I'm saying? See what they, <laughs> see what they got. Hey, but you, Cam, you're killing me today with this glass. You're I know, but there's nothing hey, in it. But you said headlines. <laughs> and then and you waving this glass around. You got me rolling. No, nah, but I do, I do think it was a very selfish act for mm-hmm. him to go out there and do what he did. I mean, he could have contaminated everything and just blew up all sports. I'm real disappointed in Lou Williams, but at the same point in time, hey, you know, he did it. Let him serve his time, and let's get back to basketball and get back to things as normal. Baby, how long do you think his punishment should be for? <laughs> so at first, I was like, yo, y'all tripping. I don't understand why y'all are making this man sit out for 10 days. But then after talking to a few people, it makes sense. I feel like, like, just like the guy said, he was being selfish, thinking about himself. Mm -hmm. But I really want to know how good are these wings? And I know that people say it ain't the wings. It's other things. Yeah, but people go straight to Atlanta just to get the food in this at Magic City. They say they do really have good food, but yes, uh, they do. Yeah. Next next time he needs to just contact Magic City and be like, yo, I need NDAs. Ain't nobody taking no pictures. Keep the phones there. I really need my wing. Get you a private ring. I want private. Never mind. Private room. We got you. But he could just have somebody else going there, too. There you go. Send somebody in to get him. All right, Serge, what do you think? Could the Clippers win without him? And how important is he to the chemistry of the team? Can they win a few games without him? Sure. Can they win the championship without him? Heck no, there's no way they could win. And I wanted to make sure that I, I guess, to the viewers that are listening, there's been a lot of different stories out there, but I went back to some fact checking, I guess you could say. One of the first things I want to clear up is he didn't go for a bereavement for his own father. He went for a friend's father, but somebody who he was really, really close to. That's point number one. Point number two, Magic City, he did go there. They currently do not have the entertainers because they're not allowed to have entertainers. The venue isn't. It's just currently a quote-unquote restaurant. But from what everybody says... It's the best wings, I guess, you can have and money can pay for. He also actually has, because he's from the area and he's such a regular there, that he actually has food on the menu that's actually named after him. But with all that being said, like B. Jones said, it was still a selfish act because it was not necessary for you to have to go inside to get the wings. If you're a regular there, you can't tell me that you can't call in and have somebody bring it out or have somebody else go inside and pick it up for you. But the fact that you walked in, you're obviously saying hello to people and whatnot. Jack Harlow's just happened to be there. He takes a picture. Either A, you shouldn't even be taking a picture, or B, you should have told him, hey, when you take this picture, keep it to yourself. Don't be posting it, because whatever. It's clearly he didn't think it was a big deal, but there's rules in place, because, I mean, they've had all these 350 tests every week, and we've had zero positive results, and clearly the bubble is working, and... There's already a quarantine period when you leave and come back, even if for an excuse absence, you have to quarantine for four days. But when you start doing things that aren't in the protocol, well, then when you come back, 
you got to quarantine for 10 days. And that's one 10 days means you are in your room. You can't leave your room other than to get tested. You can't practice with your team. You can't go watch the games. So all this hard work you did for the past few weeks, trying to build that chemistry back up with your team when all your guys have been out half the season anyways, that's the most important thing. So I think with that, you're a vet. You should know better. And I just think that was like B. Jones said, it was a selfish act. But even with that being said, like B. Jones and Katie said, I definitely want to go try those wings. So when I'm in Atlanta, I've never been to Atlanta. So, well, I did like a stop through, but I definitely would most definitely want to go check it out now because. Well, take on Nasty Corey with you because he said it's lots to eat in there and it's buffet <laughs> style. So, Corey, all y'all just gone on. Just bring me back a little five piece or something. We're going to do a. We all going to go. We can bring That's up. right. Because yeah. I'm going to be blocking. I got all y'all wives. I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. yeah. let's go. Be like, That's no. the weekend part two. Y'all remember that video where that chick put her leg up and was like, yo. Yes. Like, that, yeah, that will be us. On, on y'all. So hey, the wives, y'all ain't got nothing to worry about. KT, we might be able to go up there and see some city girls, man. Real ass. All right, headline number two. Moving right along. Jamal Adams was recently acquired in a forced trade that sent the 24-year-old pro safety from New York Jets to the Seattle Seahawks, now making them a true contender. Seahawks gave up two first-round draft picks as well as a starting safety, Bradley McDougal. B. Jones, who won in this trade? Jamal Adams and the NFL Players Union won in this trade. Clearly, that is because of the fact that Jamal Adams was successfully able to create enough turmoil, enough Twitter fingers turning to trigger fingers type mentality to where he basically forced the hand of these Jets to trade them off. Now, at the end of the day, the Seattle Seahawks fans probably got Christmas in July because they got a necessary piece that, in my opinion, takes them over the San Francisco 49ers and captures the division. But I will say this. You didn't ask me who lost in this trade. I'm going to say the Dallas Cowboys lost in this trade because what I consider to be one of the top three rosters in the Cowboys just got bumped down one spot further because Jamal Adams is a game changer. And y'all know I couldn't go 60 minutes without saying it. The kid graduated from the one, the only Louisiana State University. Go Tigers. <laughs> All righty. Serge, are the Seahawks favored to make the Super Bowl this year? Oof. No, I still don't think they're favored to win the Super Bowl or go even make it to the Super Bowl. Excuse me. I would still take in the NFC. I'm probably still going to take the Saints over them. I probably still would take the Eagles over them. I probably would still take the Cowboys over them based on their roster. Yeah, I, I still think they're not... Even probably the Rams are probably right there and the Vikings too, but, and the Packers are bringing up the Niners too. So the NFC West, I mean, man, it's super stacked and loaded as it already has been, but this gives them another playmaker. Just trying to recreate the Legion of Boom part two, I guess you could say, but it's a great trade. I think it'll work out for both teams at the end of the day. I'm sure I know Jamal Adams would have preferred to be in his hometown of Dallas, Texas. And so in that sense, I do agree with B. Jones. Somebody, you know, you missed out on Earl Thomas, wanted to come play in Dallas. You didn't go get him. Jamal Adams wanted to come play in Dallas. You didn't go get him. So, and that's his position for, I feel like it's been so many years since they've had somebody in that safety spot that it's like top of the league or uh, top three, top five, you know, caliber player in that position. So in that aspect, I do agree with B. Jones that Cowboys took a step down by not making a trade to get him. 
Okay. KT, do you make a trade giving up so much of the future? I want to say yeah, but giving up two firsts and a third, I think that's what they had to give up for them, right? Correct. They gave mm-hmm. up two firsts, a third, and Bradley McDougal. Now, see, the Cowboys, we don't have that type of capital. Yeah, we, we can't do that. So I'm glad that we didn't do it. I, I would love him to be a Cowboy because he's a game changer. But the fact that pretty much Serge and B. Jones was hating on the Cowboys just then, the hell with them and the hell with Jamal Adams, too. Hey, hey, but admit this, though. The Seattle Seahawks now have legitimately what could be considered three Hall of Famers on their defense at one time right now. And that's all that's all yeah, I'm going to say. I don't think they're going to do any better than the 49ers. Well, we said that about the Ravens. And we saw what Ray Lewis and Ed Reed did. When you put a linebacker with a ball hawk safety, hey, big things can happen, man. You oh, so you're trying to compare him. this guy to Ed Reed? I think he has Ed Reed-ish type ceiling. I will say that. He's only 24, man. He's not even testing his prime. Man, LSU, you give him a little too much. I'm, I'm, he's exactly. not even testing his prime. So, I mean. No, they do. No, he's cold, man. He's the truth, but don't ever compare him to Ed Reed. You disrespect him. So, Katie, how are you feeling now if you're Bradley McDougal? You're like. Going for the Seahawks or the Jets? <laughs> yeah, right. Like you had this much of a chance, and now you have like this much. Of you a have chance. no chance at all. <laughs> Yeah, but as a he, he was an undrafted free agent, right? Do y'all know? Bradley McDougal. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. I, th- I think he's an overachiever, definitely. Yeah, he was an undrafted free agent. Could have gotten he could have gotten cut. So I think you know I'm still doing something that I love to do, and that's play football. I'm still on a team, so I mean I'm cool. I'm I'm blessed. That's and how you get to move to New York, right? Yeah, yeah. move to New York. Big market. I mean that's hold up. Was Corey talking about the Cowboys used to losing? Or was he talking about Seattle? I think he was talking about the, the Cowboys. I think he was talking about the Cowboys. Them. I think it's time to jump, Corey. I think he owned one tonight. What you over there drinking, Corey? Yeah, what are you drinking, Corey? That's all right. But, uh, Kim, have you seen Jamal Adams? Girl, I've seen him. I went to a future concert a few years. Well, first I saw him get drafted. So I was like, okay, I see you, New Bay, on the TV. Then okay. I saw him at a future concert that I went to. The one and- at Fair Park? Yes. Yeah, I was there. I was like, hey. Yeah. And then I saw him at North Park, too. So, yeah, he's a little cutie. And, and he, I heard he's, like, tall. Yes. He's a little young. You know, 24 is a little young for me. Girl, I, I don't mean, know. I oh, wait, hold probably- on. And to Corey, to hell with you, too. How about that? You, <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know where he went to high school, right? B. Jones, where did, where did he go to high school? Uh, he went to, was it Carrollton? Was it Hebron? He, Hebron, yeah, he was. He, that's right. He called the Hebron Hammer. Right there. He's, he's called the Hebron best, Hammer. He's uh, definitely the best uh, athlete to come out of our high school for sure, hands down. It's not even close. Oh, you trying? Okay, I see everybody trying to rep tonight. All right, KT, who did you go to school with? Huh? Who else went to your school? <laughs> uh, we had Jesse Armstead in my school, but I wasn't there. I mean, we had other people. Yeah, I wasn't there either. Clearly, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, you just got to rep your school. All right, let's move on to headline number three. It was announced what yesterday, day before yesterday, that Kyrie Irving is donating 1.5 million to funds that support WNBA players that are opting out of participating in the 2020 season. So, Serge, you are a very big, huge WNBA fan. What do you yep. think of this? An even bigger Kyrie Irving fan, because he's my favorite player in the NBA. He got a couple of judges of his. I mean, this is not surprising to me because he's always been very supportive. He's taken after, honestly, like Kobe, because Kobe was very much supportive of the WNBA players. And Kyrie's always wanted to get tutored by Kobe and have the Mamba mentality and, you know, just approaching not only the game, but a lot of things off the court as well. So kudos to him for doing that. And actually read something today that actually showed 
all the other ways that he actually has donated money. Kyrie has donated $323,000 and $250,000 meals throughout New York, donated 200000 Beyond Burgers to Food Bank for New York City, donated 3,000 masks and two trucks of food to Standing Rock Sioux Tribe, producing a TV special seeking justice for Breonna Taylor. And of course, now his newest venture, starting this $1.5 million fund for WNBA players who have opted out. So even though he's not playing, I'm sure he would like to be playing, obviously, even though they're in a bubble and currently in the seventh seed, he's still doing, impacting the game and, and showing that you can still make things happen even when you're not playing and using your platform to make things happen. Awesome, awesome. All right, so Kevin, is Kyrie making a statement by putting his money where his mouth is? I love the statement he's making, but I would like to see that 1.5 go to all the WNBA players because the ones that are opting out, they're still getting their contracts, if I'm not mistaken, right? They're still going to get their contracts. But I I would like. That was the whole dispute. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad that he's doing it, but I would like that money to go to more WNBA players because they're risking their lives and they're not making a million like uh, the NBA players. So it's great what he's doing. I love it. Spread that money all around in the WNBA. Yeah, because when they offered me my contract, it wasn't very much. So that's why I turned it down. Well, you got to be able to make a layup consistently. And you like 6'4", and you can't make a layup, so it ain't going to (laughs) work. Mute yourself, sir. Okay, I got you. I'm muting myself now. Kim, why haven't more powerful women stepped up? Why did it take Kyrie? So a lot of women could have stepped up and done the same thing. So with Kyrie already, you know, he's plays in the NBA. He can relate to it. He he has the love for the game, just like the players in the WNBA. So I feel like women can't relate to it. So they just don't know. I just I feel like that's why they don't do it. But I feel kind of it's kind of like um, soccer. Like if you go to a high school game, even the men's, not a lot of people are like women, like the girls and the boys soccer. There's not a lot of support out there. And I think it's because nobody can really relate to the sport. So I think it's the same with this because I think not a lot of people support the WNBA. So it would be nice for the, you know, the women in power that have money to donate more. And just like Casey said, don't just donate to the players that aren't playing. Help those that are playing because they already aren't getting enough. Gotcha. So B. Jones, do you think Kyrie did enough or too much or do you see more players following in his footsteps? It's not my place to say if he did enough or or didn't do enough or or whatever. Our famous flat earther, he did something. And I think at the end of the day, like Kevin said, that's all that matters is that this list of accolades keep growing. But I will say this, Drew Brees donated $5 million to the COVID relief fund in New Orleans. So tell Kyrie Kyrie his contract is guaranteed. We need to update Annie to five million next time. And like KT said, I would I would have liked to see something for the players who didn't play, but I would have also liked to see some type of hazard play for the ones that are going on and entertaining us because they're putting more mileage on their bodies as well as they are risking the contact and things of this nature. So so like Kyrie is obviously doing it out of his own heart. Nobody's forcing him to do it. So the fact that he's even doing it, that's already a bonus because he's either there's 1.5 million there for those players or there's zero. So and then as far as the either the NBA needs to come and match that amount or other players or other sponsors should be coming and matching that amount. And not only to pay for the players who aren't playing, but then also paying the players who are playing. And I agree with that in that aspect, too. 
and more players should follow suit. If you want to start a separate entity that's just kind of like where you're donating or having, you know, just general public, like all of us can donate a couple of dollars here and there that would eventually go to those kind of players. Whatever it takes, I think that's the only way that it's going to, because this is, he's only doing this now because of everything that's going on, but this is going to be an ongoing issue for WNBA players even going forward because they don't get the support that, from the fans, there's not a lot of fans who follow the WNBA. It's just unfortunate. That's just how it is. So which means they don't get the same type of ratings, which means they don't get the same type of sponsorships. But at the end of the day, they're still giving people entertainment. They're still putting their talents out there and, and showcasing that they're just no different. Maybe the athleticism and the dunking and all that is maybe not there. But if you want to still go watch fundamental basketball, you should go watch the women play. Cause, and we dominate when it comes to when we go to the Olympics. I mean, no one is even close to our, our women. You know, it's nah. literally not even competition. We it's like playing high school kids practically. So I just think that more players should step up because he's doing it out of his own goodness of his heart. And I think hopefully more players will step up and follow suit. But I really want to see the NBA or a big company match the money that he's putting up to support the players who are playing and the ones who are not playing. Yeah, like this would be a great opportunity for like Playtex, Kotex to step up and put like a big campaign and do the whole challenge accepted thing and just put 1.5 million up. That would be wonderful. I'd rather it be a different company. That yes, thank you. It has to be something that's all women. It has to be something that's... Yeah, that's the best one you can come up with, B. Jones. Um, right. You know what? I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Hold on, hold on. Move on to the drop. Don't do your funky drop. Go ahead. I'm cool with the product, just not the brand. We can support oh, okay. other brands. Yeah, whatever the brand is popular, just something for feminine. Mary Kay. I don't care. Mac. Mac. Mac fashion fashion. Yep. You turned Andre. You turned Andre equal dollar, man. You. That's a woman exclusive day. All right, so check this out. This week in the drop, we got the Air Jordan 34 Noah PEs, which this is a cool shoe. It is going to be a Zion shoe. He will be wearing them. And this is a dedication or something that the makers of at Jordan and Nike combined to honor his little brother. So apparently Zion has been taking his little brother who's four years old with him and he has a colorful personality. So they literally let him sit down and design a pair of shoes and they are going to probably have one of the highest resale values in, in a long time we'll probably see these shoes come back at about 1500 to 2000 dollars in the next couple of weeks wow. uh, after they drop so it is a crazy they went as far to make the box design unique and different okay so it is a phenomenal product and i'm excited about those shoes so are you I on the Nah, I won't be. I won't be getting to pad them. They're Air Jordan 34s, and I'm more of a retro guy, as you can see from behind me. I like I like retro Jays, which is versions one through 14. So, all right. So, new music. Really, another kind of boring week. I know we got a lot of Taylor Swift fans out there. So she dropped an album called Folklore Logic with no pressure. Lupe teamed up with a gentleman named Kaylin Ellis for a EP that goes by House. And then I just had to bring this one out just for the for the name of the album alone Flo Millie dropped Ho Why Is You Here the new album so go That's to the, album. Name of the album the yeah, name of the album if you go to Ho, iTunes and you see the new music it's on there Ho Why Is You Here who is Flo so, Millie I don't know. I ain't even heard it yet, but I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen while I do my work in the morning tomorrow. Uh, you, so. You'll probably be the only one besides our family listening to that. I refuse to listen to that. Hey, I listened to a couple of those Logic songs. It was nice. I mean, Logic has always been pretty on point with his music, so... But apparently he's retiring from what I read. I don't know if that's true, but... 
Yeah, he's retiring. That's the oh, suicide okay. guy, right? The I don't want to yes. die. Yes. Oh. I didn't know that. Yep. All right. So moving right along to the Manhattan Project, it's time for the ladies part of the show. I'm tired of talking about athletes. I'm tired of talking about sports. It's time to move on to some fun stuff. So, Katie, I have been for the past two weeks making your drink of the week. You they have been delicious. I have partaken just a little bit too much, I believe. Tonight, oh. everybody can see that. Yeah. Actually, this was a mimosa. I had the sunrise margarita yesterday. It was very, very good. I'm actually going to happy hour at a friend's house and we'll be doing the peach tea, whatever that was I had last week. I'll be making that. For the, the Carolina peach Carolina peach tea. Yes, because that was amazing. So what do you have for us this week? All right. So I had a Sauvignon Blanc. I've been drinking Sauvignon Blanc since a couple weeks ago, but I didn't get the name of the one that I had on Saturday. So I am unable to share that one with y'all. So today I am going to do, or this week, I'm going to do Wolfer Estate Summer Rosé. It has a lovely balance between the fresh fruit, fine tannins, good minerality, and graceful acidity. Best served chilled solo or as a complement to almost any food. I enjoyed it solo. And this is a bottle. The bottle's really, really cute. That's what made me get it. It's also made in New York. And I think it's, I can't remember what city, but it's New York. It's a really cute bottle. It's all right. It's not a favorite, but it's good to try one time. So the drink of the week, I made it a manster drink. How do you say it? <laughs> a manster. A manster. A manster. And then I don't even think Coach is here to hear the drink of the week because he was saying last week that we were doing sissy drinks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> So the drink of the week is it's an old fashioned, but it's made with tequila. So it consists of the Anejo tequila, agave nectar and bitters. But it's like a different kind of bitters, not just the regular bitters, an orange peel and then drum roll. Does anybody want to give me a drum roll? St. Germain. No, the garnish. (laughs) with the you'll garnish it with a brandied cherry so this one since it's a different drink you gotta kind of make it in a special kind of way so in a rocks glass you lightly muddle the agave nectar bitters and orange peel you fill it with ice pour the tequila and stir and then don't forget garnish the brandied cherry that's one i won't be doing i'm gonna let the guys do that one (laughs) back to the girly drinks then i'll be back on board Okay, or one day when we're together, I'll make it for you. We can try it or you can try it and then I'll finish the rest. So old fashions, I don't know if y'all drink them, but to me, the best one is made at Eddie V's. So if y'all ever go, well, I think y'all should go to Eddie V's. You don't so much have to eat dinner. Just go to the bar, have an old fashioned. They bring it out to you smoky, like on a like a wood plank and it's like literally smoking. So y'all got to try it from there. So the show recap, I may destroy you. I know not all of us watched it all of us watched it what are we what are we doing this week y'all can pretty much say that we watched it yeah, I, I watched, watched it. it I watched it so what was your favorite part Pam <laughs> <laughs> hey admit it though that was that when wasn't I didn't see that coming to Italy and her friend told her not to go first of all ma'am you have no money um mm-hmm. so why are you buying a flight to Italy and then when she got there, she used she used the key and went in. So she really freaked old boy out. But man, when she went to get that pizza, I giggled for a good, I giggled for a good five minutes until we got to the end of the show. Then I stopped laughing. 
when you text us and said to not pop up, this is why you don't pop up. You don't pop up. Because yeah. he legit had a gun. This is what you're talking hey, about. That, that's, that what me. are you doing here? Yeah. And then at the end, how she was sitting on the beach, like she literally was just sitting up sleep. She was. That, that, that is- that, that's, that's that depression sleep. That's that I, I've got some S on my mind sleep. Like when you could just sleep, like if you just sleep standing up like this, you have a lot of things going on in your life. You just don't even care. Yeah, and then she just got in the ocean. She's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm just gonna. Yeah. yeah. I peep game on that, and that was hilarious. I thought that the writers really tried to make an attempt to make us laugh. Even if you look at it from the beginning with her being a social media person, like they took it above and beyond to try to make this episode funny. And I still didn't like the fact of how Kwame is behaving. Like, I don't know what is going on with this dude. He is all over the place. The and I mean, it's like she's making bad decisions, but he's making bad decisions uncompounding those decisions with even worse decisions. So I don't know what his deal is or whatnot, but I'm not enjoying his character at all whatsoever. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not either. I'm right there with you. So I don't know if y'all know, but No Limit, like Master P and all of that, they're doing a show on BET. I think and it's on right now, right? Yeah, it starts, it starts at 9 p.m. tonight. It's called No Limit Chronicles. I think it's only going to be four episodes. So I don't usually like to do BET shows because the commercials, like if it's an hour long, you only end up with like a 20 minute show. Right. But DJ D-Nice was mixing before our podcast and it was a really good mix. So I'm kind of, and he like hyped it. So I'm going to check it out tonight. So if any of y'all are interested in watching, that's another something that we can talk about. Yeah, we almost done with this one, huh? How many more weeks we got? Of, uh, it should like be three two more, more right? Two more? Episode? It's either 10 or 12. So oh, I hope it's 10. We're going to do Last Chance You next, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of things. So I know y'all heard that Bow Wow wants to do the verses. Or who brought up Bow Wow doing the verses? Timbaland and Bow Wow? But Timbaland was like, you ain't even got... You don't, have no, you don't have any songs, bro. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I feel like if I'm listening, like, even to his old stuff that I would have listened to, I feel like now I'm listening to Kids Bop. You know what I'm saying? Like, that stuff. Well, not, not the song with Sierra, though, that like you. Okay. That's not, that's not, that's not, I'm not hating. You know that song. It's, it's it's song. Just, I just feel like all his songs are so kiddy. Like, I don't want, who would he go up against? Soldier Boy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, when you know, like, definitely ain't got twenty. No, he got yeah, that one, don't he? That's it. Maybe two. Yeah. Play that over and over, and just a remix with Bow Wow. Actually, actually in case y'all didn't know, a lot of people have sampled a lot of Soldier Boy's songs. Agreed. I'll say this though. This is what they ought to do. You know, like when we watch a, a main event boxing match, how you had a main event that happened last, right? Mm-hmm. But they ought to do like the undercard. So Bow Wow versus Soldier Boy need to be like an undercard. And maybe they don't do 20 songs. Maybe they just do like they best five to ten songs. You know what I'm saying? Who said we could do Romeo, Lil Romeo? I don't even know one song he had. I can tell you one song he had, no. Something to that effect. You see what I'm saying? And that way you have like three little pre-matchups and then at at seven o'clock you kick it off with the the big matchup. Because what's the next one? Uh, Rick Ross versus uh, Two Chains. Man, that's not gonna be that good because Rick Ross gonna smoke him. I got a feeling this was gonna be closer than we think, man. I I I started really thinking about it. He's got a lot of features on stuff. That's right. No, no, no. I I, I like Two Chains or you know the the T boy. He used to be called. 
But Rick Ross going to smoke him, man. Come on now. See, yeah, 2 Chainz got good music, which when we come down to watching verses, it's all about having hits. And Rick Ross got hits. And that's what's going to separate yes. him. Just like, just the same way that I thought Ludacris had Nelly. It's not that Nelly doesn't have songs. Of course, Nelly's got great songs. Even a lot of hits, but Ludacris just has way more of them. And because of that, I always just, even going into it, just thought that he was going to win it. And of course, in my opinion, he did. So I do think Rick Ross is going to, should be almost pretty easily be able to win this because he just has, I, I can probably say if he has 20, Two chains probably about got about twelve or thirteen, and I, that gap right there is big enough to where I, I just don't see him being able to win. I, I don't think I'm gonna catch this one. I think I may watch the last one over again. I think I may watch the 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 replay because uh, that, that one was, was the, so that entertaining. Was the best one, nope. hands down, yeah. best one. Hey, if it feel good to you, it's got to be good for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> When Snoop said, I'm about to go over here and get some of these MF and chicken strips, I knew. Hey, when I told y'all, DMX, if DMX came out with a prayer, it was going to be lit. And that's exactly what he started with. Snoop got had, Snoop had on some baby pajamas, and DMX had on his grandpa outfit with his Tim's. <laughs> it was all that to me, though. Hey, that was a great, that was a great one. That, that was a great one. And it ain't going to get no better than that one. So, yeah, y'all can have Rick Ross. Yeah, the fact that they were interacting each other, with each other and feeling yes. each other's music, yes. that's what made it good. Like, Fabulous and Jada Kiss, it could have been good, not this good. It could have been good, yeah. It could have been way better than what it was because of Fab. But, dog, Snoop was backing up DMX on them hits, and I was like, oh, my he God, they're killing it. They yeah. killing and then they was kind of doing, like, a freestyle at the end, too, right? Gave us yeah, even more DMX, content. It took DMX a minute to get it. You know, I think he had been drinking a little too much, you know, so it took Shoot. him a minute. Drinking so too much. Playboy eating too many wings itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's been in Magic City plenty of times, it looked like. <laughs> hey, what about what DMX called out Swiss Beats? He said, man, you, you got your thug on. You back. You back. What was that Snoop that called him out? Said you it wearing your beanie? It was DMX. <laughs> yeah, it was both said, you got your hey. beanie on. You said you got your, your tight of, T-shirt on. A lot on. of DMX's hits were produced by Swiss Beats. By a Swizzy. lot of. Yep. I, I kind of thought that was unfair, Serge, because Swiss did all of that Rough Rider stuff. And, all you know, it. he was DJing that. So, but that's, that's another story. All right, KD, what else you got for us? All right, so sending our congrats to Russell and Sierra. They finally had their little boy. I don't really like the name, though. Wynn? Yeah, not Wynn. Wynn I would have preferred Harrison Wynn if you're going to name him Wynn. But right. no, okay. his first name? No, I don't like that. I don't like Harrison, though. It sounds very distinguished. Harrison. Yeah, like All right, and then the last thing that I have, I don't remember who shared the video, but it was a tweet where a young, or it was a husband and a wife, and they pulled up to pick up the wife with the mother-in-law, his mom, in the front seat. The lady acted, the wife, she acted a fool because the mom was in the front seat. So did y'all get to see it? Did y'all watch it? I think that whole thing was staged. It had to be staged. Everybody had their makeup on perfect. Everybody was dressed nice. You, Let me you don't... tell you what happened. Mm-mm, that's not what happened. Let me tell you what happened. She's he, his his car is in the shop. Either his car is in the shop or he don't have a car. He said, babe, my mom's coming in town today. I need to use your car to go pick up my mama. And she said, all right, cool, because I'm going to go hang out with my hunger anyway. Just come pick me up. So when she pulled up, okay, so let's backstory. Mama already don't like her. Mama does not like her. That was clear and that was obvious. They don't even like each other at all, period. So when she pulled up, they automatically started going at it. She wanted mama to get in the back seat. Mama was like, "Mm -mm, I'm not. First of all, 
She looks very young. Let mama just go. I, I'm not going to deal with all this drama. Just go and get, just stay your ass in the front seat, mama. I'm not dealing with you today. I'm going to give it back this one time. But when we get ready to go somewhere next time, I'm going to be the first one out the door and I'm going to be the first one in the passenger seat and she going to have to get the back. I mean, See, I don't girl. even think you should have to be the first. I mean, it's time as a man, you got to let, let, let mama go. Cause, uh, cause what wifey, what wifey giving you, mama ain't giving you. So, uh, but you can tell they were very young. And so, she did look young. They, but he looked young too. He looked young too. And so I think that, you know, mama's boys sometimes don't really no proper protocol and how you supposed to, you know. No, Pam, that ain't the truth. I'm a mama's boy. Yeah, I'm a mama's boy too. Yeah, that's not the truth. And I'm gonna tell you like this: well, when my wife, too. yeah, when my wife and my mom was here, my wife would ask, "Hey, do you want to get in the front seat?" That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm saying. It's just it's ridiculous. And like B. Joe said, I think that was stage. Who? I mean, really? Who really? Care? Like for me, I'm gonna sit hey, back. But there are people who dick. do, unfortunately, care about that kind of stuff, which is silly. That's but that's the world we live in. They. Being queen petty about everything, you know what I mean. Well, but what they should what, said, what they should do next time is, hey, whoever calls shotgun first is getting in the front seat. That's what they need to do for now. <laughs> That's rule from day Rock, number rocks one. Rocks right? papers, KT. No shotgun. Right. I call shotgun. He's just getting the back. That's why I said when we get ready to go somewhere next time, I'm just gonna run out to the car. I'm gonna be sitting there for like 20 minutes before they even come out. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's not that serious. And you could just, I mean, it's obvious. They just really don't like each other. They never have. She probably call her a little floozy and she, you know, call her a little meddling at my, you know what I'm right. saying? So it was personally, just- personally, I agree with Pam. Like it shouldn't really matter who sits in the front. Like it should okay. be, but if you want to have it as a general rule, I feel like once you get married and you are supposed to be one with your significant other, that person needs to be with you alongside of you. That should just be the general. Now, if they're close enough and the wife and uh, my mom is or, you know, the guy's mom is close enough or you can have that conversation like, hey, do you want to sit in the front or you want to sit in the front? That's cool, too. But being Queen Petty and stuff like that, like, no, I get to sit in the front. Like, that's just drama that you're just like looking It's like for. when you're in the fifth grade, you know, yep. straight up, straight up. playing with your brother and sister. Now, I'm going to sit in front. I'm going to sit in front. It's my turn to sit in the front. Who has time for all that? Get your, get in the car. Just get in the car. But but like you said, Pam, it's something more to that. It is. It does. Because fighting, it's too many other things you can fight over as far as with your mother-in-law. The front seat, back seat. Come on. Yeah. And I feel like if there's beef there and she already doesn't like me, I'm just mm-hmm. going to in the back seat. And when me and my man are by ourselves together later, then I'm going to be like, yo. I'm going to thump him dead in his nose and say, don't let that happen. <laughs> well, that, that's good. But then he's in a bad position, too, because I got a he I got is. My mama and I got my he wife. Yep. That's what I'm saying. But it, it, I, do, I do that thing that you like, though. So You know what? But I agree with Corey. That, that, that is true, though. But KD, if, if you're gone, if you leave, who's still going to be there? Mama. Always. Mama's Ooh. still going to be there. Always. Don't, don't get it twisted. Want her to be there. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't come back to me oh, now. No, 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 oh, no. Don't come back it. to me now when you have the choice. You want to be all up about her. I can't choose I mama and then want you to do that that thing I like. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm with you, KD. Right. I'm with you. So Corey said that's why you can't marry a woman that don't respect mama or mama don't respect her. So that's yeah, first, right. and that's clear that that's what happens. That's, that should yeah, be but your rule number one for that. It's about your happiness. Your mom. That's, that's a whole nother thing. We need to talk about true, that. But show. you don't want somebody just steady beefing. I mean, they might not necessarily like click, but you don't want somebody that they cussing each other out on the street. That's a, that's a whole nother the level. Bad energy. The bad yeah, energy. You know what you do? You just go to Magic City, get your wings, and let that all uh, work out. You know what? Saying. All 
right, y'all. So we are introducing a new segment of the show, and we are going to move this along very quickly. This segment is my own personal segment, and it is called Uncut Gems. So every week I will be posing a question and I will be giving my personal response as well as waiting on your response on the website. So this week's question will be, and then it will again be posted on the website tonight or tomorrow. And I will be giving my honest and uncut opinion. The question is, when is it okay to remain friends with your ex when you are in a new relationship? When you have kids, that's the only way it's okay. First of all, I need you to go to the website. What's the website again, Pam? www.sportslifetalk.com. Oh, I, I thought I'd you know, help you out a little bit. No, 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 no. So I am not going to answer the question on air. I am actually going to go post my response. And you can comment when I'm done. <laughs> yeah, mute I, I'm muting myself. <laughs> all right. So I look forward to every week interacting with you on just random topics. I want to get guys' opinions, the ladies' opinions on how you're going to, how you would handle things. So make sure you check that out every single week. Okay. Uncut Gems. Check me out. Now, B. Jones, it is your time to shine again and give us a heat. Everybody's been seeing the challenge accepted and it's uh, it's been about women's rights and acceptance of one another, a big empowerment movement. So I wanted to throw a yeet into a woman who I felt told the story of true endearment as far as being a woman and what it takes to overcome objections, because women, no matter what they are, whether they're a doctor, whether they're a pilot or a police officer, they have to stop in the middle of their lives and give birth to kids. So I found a story of an MMA young lady. Her name is Michelle Waterson. She fights in the atomweight division. Her nickname in the ring is called the Karate Hottie. So midst of her career, right before her prime, I mean, like literally she was about to start getting championship offers. She got pregnant. She went through the pregnancy. She had a child, took her some time to bounce back, but she eventually went on to win the Victor tournament. And now she fights in the UFC. And at first I thought it was kind of a little bit of a gadget. You know, I'm thinking like we did, we did the boxer a couple of weeks ago with his mom, but she takes her daughter out to every single fight with her. She is literally in the stands watching moms and moms is people, the wrong. She's fought Joanna. She's fought some monsters at that 115 weight class. And she uh, she's taking some licks. If you if you get what I'm saying, I mean, it's some it's some images of her coming out black and bruised. And she holds her daughter. She talks to her. And it's just a beautiful thing. And her dedication, to her career is to become the first mother to win the UFC title. And so I just thought that was something that, you know, gives little girls hope. And we got Star who did something amazing. And so Michelle. At 17 and 8, you keep fighting a good fight. We look forward to seeing you fight again here in September on the new UFC card. And you deserve a yeet. yeet. All right, y'all. Does anybody very quickly have any shout outs that they would like to do? I said very quickly. I'm going to do you like you do at the funeral. I'm going to cut you. I'm going to cut your mic off if you start getting long winded. I got two shout outs for one person. Okay, go ahead. AT, I got a shout out for you. You already got the new Washington football team color shirt on. You're not trying to show everybody. And... Thank you for also showing the last dance on your television behind you. Yeah, you could have just started with the last dance. He left that Washington crap out of it. <laughs> this, this is A&M. Um, uh-huh. To all the listeners and everybody who follows me on Instagram, thank y'all for all the birthday love. Y'all really made me feel special. Oh, yeah. Thank y'all. 
I want to send a shout out to, to the first three rounders of Sabu Satali. I mean, Satu, Satu Sabali, Ty Harris, Bella Allery, the three rookies for the Dallas Wings who are pummeling the New York Liberty right now. And I'm telling you, the future so bright in Dallas. You got to wear shades. They're going to be the biggest story in Dallas, Texas one day. Watch. And I want to give a shout out to everybody that's in the medical profession that has to wear a mask all day because I've been going to work the past three days and I've had a mask on and I don't see how y'all do it. So shout out to y'all. I want to give a shout out to this Popeye's chicken I'm about to hit up real quick. So I got to go because they close it. So (laughs) thank y'all for listening to another episode of Sports Life Talk or Life Without Sports is Just Talk. Make sure you join us next week same time same place and then you can also like and follow us on all of our social media platforms at sports life talk and you can also please 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 go to our fabulous website you can also order some gear too if you didn't win a shirt this week um www.sportslifetalk.com check out the manhattan project check out uncut gems check out the yeet check out the local business check it all out in case you miss anything you want to go back we're right there for you all right Thank you, guys. We will see y'all next week. Yay!